Hi, and welcome to the Temple Podcast. I'm Edward Pike. I'm your host. And this podcast really is a space for us to explore the art of being human and the art of service. And the way we do that is through connecting with some of the change makers of our time and listening to their stories, to their journeys, and to how they continue to be a profound service to the world. So in this episode, I speak to Chloe Handelman. Chloe is a transformational coach uh, from the States, currently based in Bali. And Chloe brings us the idea of authentic success. So as you'll see, this is a beautiful and profound conversation, but also deeply practical in that it's something that we can all do in um, areas of our lives. Um, in finding what is really authentic to us, what is really true to us, uh, and letting go of images that we might be holding um, consciously or unconsciously about what success actually means. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. Hello, Chloe. Hello. Hi, Anne. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, good. It's good to finally connect after interacting for so many so well for a few months on on online yeah always good yeah so maybe to kick us off you can just start by sharing with us like a bit more about what it is that you do in your own in your own words and also your your journey well a start of or a glimpse of your journey to kind of to where you are today and how you're being of service yeah, of course. Thanks for asking. Um, so what I do, I hate labels, but you know, if we're going to, if we're going to throw things on there, I am, uh, I work in the coaching space with transformation and transition coaching to support people in whatever they're moving through, honestly. Yeah. And, um, so that has, been quite a journey for myself through transitioning and transforming myself. And so as I went along my journey, I recognized how much I wished I had been supported um, as I went around my journey and eventually did get the support from a coach. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to do. And so now I am supporting people, helping them really understand who they are, what they actually want, unclouded by society, unclouded mm. by parents, unclouded by media or other people on Instagram, and really figuring out what their thing is and their way and their process or their yeah. strategy is um, yeah. for life, for business, um, and and really just holding space, supporting them, and giving them a a chance to really be them. Mm. So that that's kind of 
a little bit, I guess, if, if that's enough detail um, yeah. on, on what I do. Um, and then I guess from where I'm from, like where I came from, I uh, had been in, um, I studied en- engineering actually in college and then worked in consulting in corporate America uh, across many different industries and just was miserable. Um, I had a good, very well-paying job, you know, all the things, traveling for work, all the bonuses for that. Um, and it just wasn't aligned. It wasn't really actually me. I felt like I was in a box. I was in this, having to put up this facade, like just, it just wasn't me. And um, I love travel. So I started creating my plan to get out um, and then was just really on a journey for a while from there and has eventually led me to where I am now. So I'm not sure we'll get into some of this detail on this conversation. So So where are you now? Where are you? Where are you physically? Where are you? (laughs) All spiritually, everything. Where are you? I love the question. Someone, someone actually yesterday asked me, like, where in the world are you? And it's <laughs> yeah. like actually a true question. <laughs> like physically so. one thing, but where, where in all of, where in time space are you right now? <laughs> and beyond time space. <laughs> oh, well, where am I? I am here now, which is a cool thing to say. Yeah. Um, I'm in Bali, Indonesia. Mm. That was the first stop of my journey when I left corporate. Yeah. Uh, and I always knew when it was time to buckle down and do things um, and really focus on my business, I'd return back here. Uh, the environment here is just so conducive for growth, expansion. Um, Mama Bali, as they say, really has his magic. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm physically located in Bali. I'm from actually Rochester, New York, not new york city um and (laughs) i like to say that it's a little different and where am i i i like to say what i just said like here and now um that's been a huge practice of mine and has developed a lot over over time and especially through my travels um always had been worry 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 about the future Um, and I was always living in the future Mm. and it's been a huge practice of mine to return to the present moment, um, return to what I am capable of doing today and how that is success. And that is Mm -hmm. beauty just existing, um, and taking the little steps each day and, uh, really congratulating myself for those. Um, and yeah, so I'm just proud to say that I am here right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's really beautiful, really powerful. And you touched on something that we mentioned just before we pressed record, the idea of authentic success. And and I really want to dive into that more because that's also very, that's very close to my personal exploration as well. And I love what you just brought to it already, which is the idea of, of, you know, kind of, Take, doing what we can every day because you know there were these images of, of of what we need to create who we need to be what we need to like achieve it is it's a mountain of things and the day just i mean my experience of this is might be the same for you the a day doesn't matter 
it's like it's, it's just a day but in what you're sharing there's real beauty and yeah just kind of honoring that day for what it is what you're way capable of doing in that day congratulating yourself appreciating it so please tell us more about well about that practice about how you do that or even like you know practically let's say and also this idea of and how it links to this idea of authentic success that you you're bringing to us yeah there's so much just dropped in as you just were speaking and talking mm. um i like the people i coach and talk to and connect with i connect really much with um people who are like overachievers and really trying to get to that next thing and to really continue to do, 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 do. And we often forget to really pause and actually see the beauty in each day of what you were able to do and cultivate. Um, and a huge lesson that I've been learning again, coming from the engineering and consulting background that sometimes the things that we are doing each day don't actually have a tangible result. Mm. Um, and some of the doing is internal doing and is allowing ourselves to really slow down. And maybe the thing I did this day here now was sit down and meditate in the morning and get myself in an okay mental space. Or maybe it was all day I needed to do some um, belief busting and really looking at what was clouding my ability to actually do the thing. Mm. And I was actually able to all day work internally and clear out the crap and clear out whatever was limiting me or blocking me or holding me back. And that's been a thing that I can then at the end of the day be like, and it's taken work. It's taken practice. It still takes the work and the practice to sit there and be like, okay, this day was actually, I accomplished something because Mm. I was able to actually move through and have the recognition and the presence enough to witness myself with these thoughts and these beliefs. And I was able to, acknowledge them and dissect them and move through them so that tomorrow I can wake up and do that thing. Maybe it was go live or maybe it was create that piece of content or maybe it was, you know, do the sales call or reach out to someone that I needed to talk to. Um, so like doing the inside work can still be work and recognizing these small little wins we have each day. Then you look back a month later and you're like, Oh damn, look at me now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's so juicy. What you just said, Chad, and I'm just connecting some, some other dots in my, in my mind as well. So an experience that's changed for me in the past month or so was, you know, I used Trello for my kind of to-do lists. And mm-hmm. I would, when I had my list and I would delete the task, I would just do it and delete it. And then I would still feel like I've accomplished nothing. So what I tend to do now is have a column, like a weekly done and just drag them to the done column. And at the end of the week, at the end of the day, I go, actually, I've actually done something. You know, it's not like this <laughs> endless, like feed of to-dos, which is silly. And what's, what I'm acknowledging from what you're sharing is that those are still like, as you say, kind of more tangible, um, you know, actions. And I'm mm-hmm. still not fully valuing and honoring what you're saying, which is the, the transformational aspect of, of our days. Like that is such a thing to, it's so important for, for being of service, for being alive, for being, you know, the authenticity of who we are. And we're, yeah, I'm not, 
valuing that, and I'm sure many other people don't don't see that as this kind of split between oh, this is tangible work, you know, this will lead to a result, so this is okay. This is like I could put on my list. This I will, you know, value. <laughs> and the other stuff, you know, it kind of yeah, if it happens, great. I just there's no not valuing it. Mm. It's it's huge. Like oh my gosh, it's huge. I have like this little quote I live by is it's like, I, or I promote my coaching with is like, um, I help you navigate your internal world so you can, uh, transform your outer world. Mm. And, and it's, it's such a thing because when I was in engineering and consulting and all of those things, I was do, 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 doing. And then I was traveling for a couple of years and I was B, 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 being (laughs) right. And so now getting back into working again, I'm realizing it's like, wow, there is such a dance between Mm. the being and the doing. Mm. And there's such a dance between acknowledging the time that I was doing the being and acknowledging the time that I was doing the doing. And both are so crucial for success, especially when we're talking about it in an authentic way. Mm. Because like, I mean, here in Bali, you can follow in so many different coaches or consultants or spiritual or even spiritual people or anything who are telling you to do it this way. And not that those aren't super beneficial for their own reasons and own regards, but what often happens is it still allows you to just do the do, right? You Mm. follow the step program, you follow the, you go through and you do this and you do that and you do this and and you get this, right? And then when we balance it with the being and, no, and by being, we're able to notice who we are and what we actually want, what, what we actually want. And from there, we're able to then really decide the strategies that are right for us. So, it, it, it's so important to be able to do both, especially if you want to be authentic, because yeah. otherwise you're just going to be stuck doing the thing someone else told you to do and not reflecting it all and seeing if it's what you actually want to be doing and what actually is who you are. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. That's really powerful. And it's a beautiful journey to start to value that. And I, I know, especially for, maybe more intangible, tangible work, which is like, you know, therapeutic, transformational, coaching, creative, artistic, all of that, you know, spiritual, intuitive sides of us. It's, I mean, from very much a personal experience of seeing it in the people I, I work with and connect with, it's like, it's not something that we value. It's not something that we, we fully say, yeah, this is like, this is so important and I need to give this, you know, time, space, care energy just for as much value as the uh, the other part of my life which is or the other part of me which is like the the doer the part that can just you know sit down and do (laughs) it's beautiful what you're sharing what you're inviting us to here it's like the kind of um a remembering or like a yeah an integrating of that as 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 an equal aspect of our work Mm. yeah Huh, we're, in, we're, in, we're in Bali. We've got some, some scooters going around. So oh, yeah. Love oh, <laughs> I love that. I'd love to go to Bali someday. Um, so tell us more about the idea of authentic success. What does that mean to you? What does that look like? 
it's such a it's such a big question it's like I always it this is part of the thing of being mm. and really allowing these answers to come in because I'm like oh authentic success it's like yeah but what is it mm. and it's like I think when when I say authentic success I mean that we're really creating our own metrics for success completely aligned our own values. Mm. Um, and as I, as I have touched on a little bit in this conversation so far, it's been like, we don't even recognize the subconscious beliefs that we have about what success is in the first place. Yeah. Like there's maybe on TV, you see success is someone who sits in the, you know, executives, like, like the executive seat and is has all these employees under them or maybe we see that success is um having a massive house with a with a pool in the backyard or maybe we see success is having a family and you know like we all have our own like these shaped yeah. ideas of success yeah but i when i say authentic success it's really the deep deep questioning about what is success actually mean to you? Because what I think is successful, I sure as hell hope is different than what you think is successful. Mm. And so I think that we then should live our lives in accordance to what our own, our own success looks like, or ultimately is going to look like. And I found, and the reason that I push it so much is because I found when I landed my first day in corporate consulting, I landed looked around, you know, that was success. That was getting, getting the best job I could get out of college. One of the highest paying starting salaries that I heard of any of my peers getting, like sitting down there, looking around and being like, this is success. And I felt like the last thing of successful because for me, success had changed. My authentic Mm. success was aligned with my values, which I think is, is key part of the authentic success is my values were at the time were balance, travel, um, freedom, all of these things, which did not exist in now my current reality. And so my authentic success, I still hadn't reached it. Yeah. And this was, so this moment when you sat back in, let's say this, this corporate, um, corporate America, I like how you voiced that, um, <laughs> Was that after a period of, of traveling? When you first entered corporate America, were, was that still your image of success? Or was, it, was there any, any time when that was, like, without calling it authentic success, was that, like, your perception of success? Thank you. It had started to, it had started to become shifted before I started. Mm. So I traveled... Um, before my last year of university, yeah. I got back and was like, and this is, this is just such an example. I traveled between my third and fourth year and I got back from going to Australia and Fiji and I got back to school and I was like, Oh my God, I'm not applying for any jobs. I'm going to study abroad. I'm going to, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to get a job. I want to travel. Like I'm going to make it work. And then all of a sudden everyone around me, all my peers, all my professors, all of my advisors were like, oh, the career fair is coming. Mm. 
And so I was like, okay, I'll just go to one or two events. And then I went, next thing I know, I have like six interviews lined up. I was flying to Chicago. I was like going all over the place for these interviews. And then next thing I know, it's Thanksgiving and I have a job offer and I'm accepting it. And then the next thing, you know, like I, I'm begging them to let me start later so I can go on another trip before I start. And I go on that next trip. And that time I traveled to Thailand, Australia, and Fiji again, couldn't get enough. And I, and I got back and I, I almost didn't start because I was like, this Uh, is like, I was like, no, 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 this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. I hate this. Like I, I was able to see, I learned with traveling that people were happy with not building Mm. a massive resume. People were happy with um, doing remote work, like teaching English online. People were happy with working in coffee shops or working in bars, like half of the year, saving up enough money. And I get back and I was like, Oh my God, like, (laughs) no, I did something wrong. And then, but then I was like, you know what? I need to do it. And I just, you know, mind over matter. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what it's all about. I'm never going to, I'm going to always regret it if I don't. But that's, that's what was so important. And I'm, I'm so grateful I did because in that time I did learn so much more about yeah. myself, but that entire year was like, okay, what do I actually want? Mm. And so I was able to chalk up like that. Like I was able to like keep tally. I mean, look, read my journal, like everything I loved, everything I hated, like what I really wanted to never experience again. And the things that I still needed to experience and to find more of who I am and what I actually wanted. Wow. And you lasted, a, was it a year in the job, did you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the long, I mean, I feel like it sounds like I sometimes laugh about that. Then I'm like, oh, I was only able to last a year, but whew. <laughs> I was yeah. like, nope, I, I promised a year. I did yeah, it. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. did it. And then I was like, got myself right on out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it sounds like you did it with, with, quite a lot of awareness as well like I I did I had a very similar story to you that lasted five five months so <laughs> at a university following everyone else and getting on a graduate scheme with like Hilton Hotels you know supposed to be like fast track to general manager and after five months I was like no it's not for me <laughs> saved another six because I needed to like you know find another job and retrain as a personal trainer but I, I didn't have the the awareness that it sounds like you you have you did it with it sounds like you had more of a, a consciousness around you know what to, is this for me is this not for me what do I want what do I what do I not want so is that something that you've always had or that you've had to develop is that something that has always been there or, I guess inside you this kind of it's called self-awareness or ability to kind of, you know, navigate by whatever you could call it, making lists or, you know, just become, bringing more presence and more consciousness to your life. Because, I mean, in my experience, and I know in many others, it's more unconscious. And then suddenly you wake up, you're like, what was I doing five years ago? You know? Yeah. I, I guess the first, the first thing that dropped in when you asked that is that I've always been so um, protective of myself with like people trying to make me do things that I didn't want to do. Um, but at the same time too, still doing sometimes like, you know, being really so determined that I still do things, even if it's not, I mean, graduating, like doing all that was, I just was so focused and driven on it. Um, 
but a, a huge thing, a huge thing that opened my eyes was travel. Um, like really starting to travel and that curiosity of understanding another person and understanding different ways to see things. And I think, well, <laughs> I just got chills, you know, that just dropped right. This, the whole thing just dropped right in. It's like when I noticed my peers or anyone else who hasn't really had this chance to really expand their mind or expand their view, um, point it's, they don't, they typically don't have as much of a, uh, a curiosity to really understand another, another culture, another way of being. And my interest of that has always been pretty broad. And so through travel, I started like looking outside of the way I'd been taught Mm. and, seeing what there was, um, and seeing how other people did it. And then all of a sudden realizing like, okay, damn, there's, there's a different way for me to do it. Mm. And then it started to be like this, this questioning of like, what, and this is something that I actually do all the, like all the time. Now it's this constant questioning, like, why do I believe this? Mm. Or like, who, who told me that I have, that this is what success is. Yeah. And, and so it's, it started to be like this questioning and this, like, just constantly challenging, like, why is this the way it is? And does it, does it have to be for me? Um, and it very interesting point that I think is, is key here though, is like when I first left, I blamed so much for so long on the system and the the way society works and i i played victim for a really long time of i got pumped through a college system that never let me question like what i was doing or why i was doing it um my program didn't allow for enough exploration or my job didn't give me the opportunity to you know and I recognize now that I sat in this victim, not being at cause for what I was doing in my life for a a while after leaving corporate, even Mm. after traveling And what really started to actually change things for me. And I noticed the shifts in other people who I, and I support through this type of stuff is when you start to take back the the like the control and the responsibility and the inner authority to say you know what no it is my responsibility i i am the one who allowed these beliefs in and it's my it's my job to also mm. eradicate mm. these limiting beliefs it's it, it's my it is my responsibility i am yeah. the only one who is that cause no one can yeah. make me do this yeah. so that's really a big shift point and what's actually allowed me to make the changes is really actually recognizing that I'm the one in control of my ship and I must be the master of my ship. Mm. And I, um, I have the power to really challenge the things that I once believed that no longer serve me and don't align me up with my authentic success. Mm-hmm. So is there like one question that you, you work with? Is there like what, is there, is it one particular question that you're constantly asking yourself? Your dimension, you know, is this, 
what you know is this belief true is this belief true i think it was something like that is it is that something you also apply to other areas and is there what would be the one the one question that you I guess the one that's most alive right now for me, I guess that that's where I'll go is, um, is this belief mine and is it 100% true? Mm. So it's like, a, it has to be that kind of, is like a double, I know it's a double question, but it's like that, that, um, that one question right yeah. in, in there because is it mine and is it a hundred percent true? Yeah. Because sometimes it's not mine and maybe it is true or sometimes it is mine yeah. and it's not a hundred percent true. So it's, it's this, this dance to then explore into there and dive in deeper. Mm. Um, and that aligns with the authentic success, right? So is mm. it like, is it authentic to me? Mm. And Yeah. And how was that experience of finding the what's authentic to you in, in your body? Is it like more of a heart space? Is it something else? How do you experience even energetically or physically the, when you hit, when you work, when you hit or come closer to the authentic success? Mm, I, I love that. So, so much of what I also do is getting myself you know here now in my body yeah um so a lot of the questions I ask myself journaling or ask my clients even it's like get into your body what's that actually that what's that emotion feel like Mm. um because a lot of our desires we're all actually really seeking a vibrational energy right and we're we're seeking just to reach this vibration and what's really powerful is actually being able to pull that vibration we're seeking back here and now. Mm. Um, and so for me, it's, it's really being, being my, my truth and, and just speaking, like being able to be really who I am and authentic. And, um, and so I guess, I mean, I describe mine as like, just like this, like, I mean, I feel vibrating. Like I feel Mm. like this just, I feel when I'm, authentically successful it's flow i'm not thinking it's just i'm channeling what i'm talking about i'm channeling what i'm saying yeah. um uh so um so i'm not i'm i think that answers your question mm, yeah, it does <laughs> a word that comes to me to describe what your experience is like kind of deliciousness for that sense of, like, yeah, i don't know there's an embodied pleasure pleasure yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> mm, and I think it's something, you know, I've studied uh, body psychotherapy, core energetics, and we talk, they talk a lot about pleasure there and the organism, you know, seeks mm. you know, the pleasure. And there's also negative pleasure in pain or in cruelty, all these things, which is why we continue to do the destructive behavior sometimes because there's actual physical pleasure in it. And I'm always fascinated by, by that because I really have experienced and see it in people I, I work with. When we do, when we are in reality, it's pleasurable. Even if it's like something that is, a, is, a, is negative or is, you know, an, it's like an anger or frustration when we're inauthentic and when like, you know, hiding it or trying to deny it or trying to avoid it, it just feels really shit. And then the moment you kind of drop in, like you say, you know, to feeling, to, and I know you work a lot with breathing, we'll get into that as well. When you drop in, there's pleasure. 
and there's pleasure in that because you're suddenly in in your body and in 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 reality and uh, i'm really connecting that to authentic success and from hearing you just to uh, to reflect to you is from what you're sharing your authentic success really is that it's that space of presence and being in life and work and it sounds like any you know the 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 experiences that are not authentic to you, that don't allow you to be in the doing and being that you've mentioned, is for you not authentic. And I mean, I would mm. you could argue that would ultimately be everyone's authentic success. And there's also different layers, different perspectives, different experiences from all the yeah, because we're so unique and individual. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like. I feel like every person can pull on an example where they're really feeling like they're really being phony and had to be really like really fake. And, um, and I remember this like experience for me, um, where I, I just, I could just feel this, I could just feel this disconnect. Mm. And like, I feel like I could almost just hear, I could just like see myself talking. Like, that's not you. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, you're like, that's not you. And then all of a sudden you feel so cruddy because then, and then maybe that, that not you-ness is not accepted either. And then you're like, well, I thought I was, mm. thought I was doing the right thing. And, 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 and it spirals out. And I think it's just being able to pull it back and to at least, at least feel that coherence with yourself. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm me. Mm. And, um, and then it's, again, it's practicing that. And mm. cause to a lot of people in a lot of situations, we've been conditioned to not be who we are because that's success, right? You know, you got to act like this dude to be successful and, or, well, in most speaking, yeah, act like this dude. Sometimes it's act like this lady, but, um, but like, it's the practice of like, no, this is who I am. And ultimately if I continue to practice this and then I continue to practice this and continue to practice Mm -hmm. this, ultimately I know I'm going to get to where I'm at and it's going to feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, but then sometimes we get to all of a sudden this place and like, it's we're not being who we are. And so our vibrational alignment, our energy is all off and we're still, and we're there and we're doing the thing. And it's like this anxiety, this panic, because you're like, there's this dis- disconnect again. And yeah, it's so much more pleasurable when you're you, like mm. you can just like my authentic self is like being goofy and dancing. And like, I have so much fun being a goofball. And so like, and it feels good to be a mm. goofball. And so it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stay goofy. Cause if I so don't, it feels so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's like there's success, which is a mind success, an image <laughs> of success. And there's authentic success, which is an experience of it. Is that how you would describe mm. the difference? Oh, I like that. Say, like, so it was like, the, it's, say it again. So it's like a, a mind image, like an idealization of success that comes mm. from X, Y, Z. An authentic success is a, like a sack of physical, energetic experience, maybe of pleasure, <laughs> something like that. I think, I think that's, and then like add in continuous, right? So mm. it's like in like the continuous evolution. So mm-hmm. I think all authentic success also encompasses this concept of it's a continuous evolution. I think 
Yeah. Can't remember if we talked about this before or after we pressed record. <laughs> um, but like this ability to really continuously reevaluate and just enjoy, and enjoy the actual beingness of the success, like the baby steps within it yeah. and enjoying the whole embodiment of it yeah. um, and the embodiment of who we are. Uh, because for so many people, we all like, there's, you know, the common story I've done, I'd spent years doing this is like chasing this idea of authentic success, even mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'll, I'll get there. And it's like, enjoy, enjoy the damn journey. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. Great. So true. And how do you, how do you incorporate breathing into all of this? How <sighs> <laughs> so part breathing is a part of my journey. Um, yeah. so I breathing actually like deep, deep breath work. Um, so it was actually a style called conscious connected breathing, mm-hmm. um, w- is what I actually, something I got reintroduced or introduced to when I returned back to Bali this time. Um, and it, it started to be part of my own personal healing journey. Um, and I use that method to, um, cultivate presence and, you know, do, do some deep, um, exploration for myself and whatnot. And that interest then found me into just like conscious breathing, which is like, um, you can even just do daily practices of breath awareness and just different styles of breathing, um, practices that, can uplift you, relax you, um, or just do it anytime just to, you know, cultivate more presence. Uh, and so that's where I'm currently like, I'm in the midst of, um, becoming a, uh, breath coach. Um, and I also have been using breath cause it's, it, it's, it's so powerful to just bring someone's awareness back to the breath. Yeah. Um, and in that, what, what I use it for right now is like sometimes in coaching, like I can see like people will be getting panicked or like, you know, getting overwhelmed and it's like, all right, let's, let's ground back into our space, you know, Mm. like let's get in here, bring your awareness back. Um, and so using it just really as a presence tool, um, and also in, in, in many cases, a lot of people I speak with, are struggling to meditate or to um, have some type of daily practice that makes them feel like they're, you know, doing that little bit of mental health work. Um, And so breathing and teaching people that breathing can be used as a tool to um, be more mindful and to be more present. Uh, And it doesn't have to be meditation because we now, everyone now says like, Oh, I have to be, perfectly silent in my brain and that's that's perfect meditation i'm like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> i can tell you i was i stayed at a, a monastery in thailand for 10 days um for vipassana yeah. meditation and they the whole time the, the thing they were telling me to do was focus on my breath i didn't listen back then but now i'm like okay no that is the core of meditation, meditation. is focusing on your breath <laughs> yeah. so Taught to you, taught to me by monks in Northern Thailand. Like, yes, you focus on your breath. So you're meditating, I promise, if you're focusing on your breath. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's currently how I'm using breath. Perhaps it will expand more. I, I've been using it for personal use and um, improving my fitness. 
uh, things like that. I mean, maybe one day I'll do get more into that, but right now it's just my own personal own practice, um, yeah. practice of it. Yeah. And what's um, what's the impact been of focusing on that of doing more breath work? And- <sighs> it adds just such an it's like another level of presence and mm. another level of. I don't want to say of like control because I'm not trying to seek more like, like I used to really, that's a pattern of mine is wanting to control things, but it's almost like the knowing that I, I do have control of like the crazy thoughts that won't stop. Like the, and I can, I, once they've served me, once the message has dropped in and I'm like, okay, I don't really need to hear that thought anymore. Or like an emotion has been there long enough. I've received, I've downloaded the messages. I've made space for it. I've allowed it. I can breathe Mm. and I can like really activate my parasympathetic nervous system, literally neurologically calm myself down and be, become more present. Mm. And um, reduce my heart rate. And, and th- so there's been such a, so many effects with that as well. Like this could, we could have a whole other conversation on this, but, um, it's, it's helped me. It supported people I love, like my mom, my boyfriend, my, my friends, like I'll, I'll be talking to them and I, I help them breathe, like just in whatever panic. And then all of a sudden they're able to think straight. Mm. And, um, it it's just it brings so much more presence and calmness into my life mm. yeah it's the simplest yeah. thing isn't it simplest thing the breath <laughs> it's just, yeah in Cordic say breath is a prayer breath is a breath is um that kind of that coming back to what's true mm. what's real to it's here um i want to ask you a bit about because I've been seeing this on 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 your social media, um, is it the different R's? Maybe your coaching methods. Is that something you want to speak oh, yeah. about? Yeah, that's um. So I had that program launched in um in May, and it, it's yeah. typically it's the the R's. There are like four R's, um, which are really the framework I live I live by, and then it's also kind of the framework I bring most of my clients through because it's, it's a really important, uh, process. And it's something I subconsciously was doing for yeah. years. And now I'm yeah. like, Oh, this is my, teach this is my, yeah. my method. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Um, and so the, the four R's are realize, release, repattern and rise. Mm. Um, yeah. So the, the four steps really, um, so realizing it's just really, it's a slowing down and just mm. being increasing your awareness for what is. And, and again, depending on the client, depending on what you need and what, what's moving for you, it could be realizing and getting more clarity on what's, what's happening or, um, or even just real, like just, yeah, the increasing present moment awareness, maybe you're struggling yeah. with being stuck in the future, all those things. Um, and I also tied to authentic success. It's, you know, pulling in, like really realizing getting clear on your values. Mm. And whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then it's by really getting, getting that 
that practice in place where we're very self-reflective. And then there is, so we did realize it's release. So a lot of what we talked about is these beliefs that aren't ours or these beliefs that are ours, um, but don't serve us any longer Mm. because our subconscious mind is a record keeper, right? So maybe we learned when we were being bullied in elementary school that we can't um, be la- like, we can't talk in, in groups, right? Because we'll get made fun of. But now we're in our twenties or our thirties and that belief doesn't serve us anymore, right? Mm. So releasing those things. Um, and then repatterning is the idea of continuously locking in what does serve us and continuously like, creating the evidence and the proof every day that what we are doing those baby steps, you know, every single day that we take, maybe it's the internal work, maybe it's the external work, locking that in so that we can train our mind again Mm. to really do this all the time. Mm. Um, And then rising is just continuously stepping into and using all those three other steps, you know, on repeat to Mm. then, continuously step up and elevate and grow into whatever it is we are trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my personal framework has, I've used this framework through many different aspects of my life. Yeah. Um, and I use it micro level, macro level. Uh, so the idea of this is once you learn these, they kind of become subconscious programming, oh, constantly realizing what's going on. Oh, that belief isn't mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let yeah. that go. Okay. How can I lock this in yeah. again today? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, uh, the rise program and my methods. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thank you. And um, we'll, at the end, I'll ask you to share your links and we'll, you know, have all the links to all of that as well. I'm, I'm curious if, is this, is this process that you've now put into a methodology, is it something you've always done? Is it something that you've noticed kind of start to arise as a result of your journey? Or has it, has it been very natural, very instinctive to you? So this is where I'm, I'm going to be authentic here, right? So and tr- honest, right? So this framework, I couldn't see it. Right. So like, I, like, I knew I've created this success for myself. I know I've been living my life on my terms for the last couple of years doing all these things. And, um, it's fun that I have my journals with me so I can read pan through. And then I'm like, I do, I read the journal entry that I literally am releasing this fake thought, Mm. like not fake this old thought. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, I start writing at the beginning and it's like, um, saying some thought. And then by the end of my journal entry, it's me stepping back into who I am and what I actually believe. So I was, I've been doing these in my journals. I have a lot of awareness. I have practiced meditating. I've practiced all these things. And then I, I remember just feeling like, well, I don't know how, like how I actually do this. And then it just, it started dropping in. Right. Like I was like, wait, what, how do I need to take, like, again, my process brains, like, what is the process? Yeah, the engineer. How do you do, you do yeah. <laughs> I am, a, I'm actually a process engineer. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's That's like, what you do. So it's like, <laughs> Life is amazing. So, exactly what you need. Yeah. yeah, and so then I, then I just started looking at it, and 
it makes it so much fun to create your own little way of doing it. And again, it's like, this is my way. I'm not saying this has to be your way or any listener's way. Right. But, and this is, this way has supported me and it's, I like, like it to be so broad so that anyone can really plug in if they have a tool that helps them realize, ah, okay, I can do that. Like I've got ways to recommend it Mm. and how I can, I can personally guide you and coach you. And yeah, but also like, what's the way you realize today? Like what's your way to do that? And, um, and that's going to then create your authentic way of rising. Right. So. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. The reason (laughs) I ask that question is I, I really, well, this is part of my exploration also through everything that I do is I've just been signed up, but I think you're still here. Yes. Let me find you again. There we go. (laughs) Um, This not it's it's beyond a belief because it's being cemented as something I'm seeing time and time and time again in people is that there's we have this instinctive exploration within us that I I believe that we arrive with you know and it's it's not it's even beyond our purpose you might be linked to our purpose but it's very connected to what is you know what is just this instinctive way that as long as we can strip away you know, not get too ingrained or enmeshed in the inauthentic and what is not true to us, that starts to kind of emerge as, yeah, I mean, a methodology, not always, but an exploration, a curiosity about how to be in life, how to live through life. And yeah, that's hence my question to you. It sounds like it's something that is, has been very instinctive and very, very kind of natural to you. And now putting it into a methodology for others, it's very powerful. It's also the, the natural next step of connecting to your authentic way, authentic magic, I would call it, your authentic um, method just kind of reduces it a bit, but method, let's say, and then sharing it and giving it to others. It's really profound. Yeah. Thank you for what you do. Well, thank you for that beautiful summary of it. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, our biggest critic. I'm like, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's what I do. That's right. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's like valuing so it again, like, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's very you said, to. Yeah. You said even on like the, the purpose thing and like that natural unfolding, I, I almost beg to differ that our purpose is that unfolding. Like, mm. uh, I mean, you can, you can say, oh, it's my purpose to serve this or do that. Or, and like, and, and this has been through a lot of my spiritual, personal spiritual development. It's like, I, I, my purpose is living. Like yeah. my, my ultimate true purpose is being here the reason the the why I'm doing it is because I'm alive like it's it's the this being Mm. and as we allow ourselves to be and to just live and to explore and to do all these things other things unfold and we are able to support others through it or we're able to create something beautiful or we're able to do all these things but as long as we are allowing ourselves to just be here and be ourselves like that's what's most important yeah. in my opinion <laughs> yes yes completely 100 percent. yeah and the yeah the purpose is this exploration the purpose is that isn't it? the unfolding the yeah yeah 100 percent. i love that and we talked about this before we press record so we can touch on that now 
the idea of purpose, you know, of that kind of trying to find something, trying to find it, trying to find it, and then it constantly changing. What What's your experience of that, Ben? I hate the purpose worksheets. <laughs> I spent that year in corporate. I listened to so many podcasts about find your purpose, find your yeah, purpose, find yeah. your purpose. And then I tra- was traveling. Find my purpose, find my purpose, find my purpose. Mm. And my purpose changes all the time. And that's where I say it's like, I started to really realize that my purpose is just to be who I am. Yeah. And as I am who I who I am, I'll inspire others to be who they are. And that's yeah. ultimately, I think my, like that then becomes my purpose is to be me so that other people can be them because other people being them is going to do so much more good than I could ever do on my own. So why don't I just be me? And, um, mm. and it evolves. Like we said before, yeah, I think it was before we press record. It's like one minute, my purpose is one thing. And then I meet someone who's, who opens my eyes up to something else next week. And if I've locked my purpose in like a week before I air quoted there, um, like if I've locked my purpose Uh in, then how am I supposed to allow myself to do that next thing? Because I have my strict purpose and I think it, it evolves, it grows, it expands with us. Yeah. It's it's alive. (laughs) It's alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's life, yeah. The purpose is alive. Yeah. Something powerful in that. It's like a it's a it's life. It's life. <laughs> yeah, great. Is there so last final two questions. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Anything that you want to speak that comes to you you want to share about anything? this is I think we talked about this earlier but it's it's been dropping through in the last couple weeks for me and so I just want to randomly it's going to sound random and where we just were but we need to be our own biggest cheerleaders and Mm -hmm. really commending ourselves for all the things that we have done to get us to where we are right here right now um and Yes, you might have the most incredible support system, but when we can start practicing, cheering ourselves on, coaching ourselves, supporting ourselves, and learning the skills to do that continuously, um, that's when when things start to change. And when we can really do that, um, we we pull back our authority, we pull back our power, and mm. um, and we can we can really do more in this world. So. Yeah. Um, cheer yourself on, give yourself a pat on the back, like go through the things that you've done today or last week. And even if it's make your bed, like I started making my bed to change my life. Like I know it sounds little, but like, you know, cheer yourself on, give yourself a pat on the back for the small things. And um, Mm. yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's just a, one more thing that I just, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. And in my experience when we don't do that, we're actually denying parts of ourselves rejecting parts of ourselves so the valuing and the cheerleading ourselves is crucial yeah thank you for the reminder um and then final question then how do people get in touch with you what's what are you offering and how do people connect with you and your work 
Yeah, of course. Um, so the easiest way to find me is on my Instagram and Facebook, but mostly Instagram right now. And that is at Chloe Handelman. Um, very simple, very easy. (laughs) Um, and it'll, I'm sure it'll be linked, but Handelman is D E L not D L E. It should still come up, but my, my last name spelled a little awkward. And double N Um, at the end. Is it? No, no. Nope. So just C H L O E H A N D E L M A N. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And same thing on Facebook, easy to find websites coming soon. So you'll see the coming soon page on there. So, um, and yeah, so find me there, DM me. I am obsessed with talking to people, like literally obsessed. (laughs) I love talking to people. It's my favorite hobby. Um, so maybe one day I'll have a podcast. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. <laughs> but um so on on those means just shoot me a DM. Like mm. I I respond, I love it. So mm. um that's the that's the way to find me. And in terms of offering, what is sessions, you do workshops, what's uh, what are you currently doing? Yeah, so currently I am doing one on one or one-on-one private it's double saying saying the same thing twice <laughs> one-on-one coaching uh for different um program links depending on your needs yeah. and that's what's currently moving um and that program where we follow that same framework with the rise program as well so mm-hmm. uh that's what's alive right now new things on the horizon so stay tuned <laughs> yeah so i guess the best way is to connect with you on instagram and then i'll get all the details uh yeah. future things yeah Awesome. That was such a pleasure to connect with you, Chloe. Thank you so much. And thank you for it what you bring into the so temple. Fun. You were one of the first to jump in with the post and, you know, to kind of, uh, to want to be part of it. So I also want to thank you for that, for feeling it and for jumping in. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, it's, it's incredible what you're doing. So I'm honored to be a part of it. <laughs> thank you. We're still shaping it. We're still receiving it. You know, I feel like what you're saying is still unfolding and so and it's still and it's becoming very very more about the authentic success we start off with a you know an idea of what it could be or look like and then it's kind of exactly what you share about authentic success it's kind of you know all these bits are melting away and we're kind of finding what is uh what is its core what is honest what is sincere so it's a really cool process to see that actually happen on the kind of a, as you said the, a more macro level more than just the individual but also kind of a collective project yeah. So I received a lot of our conversation today also about that, actually, now that I'm speaking, I'm connecting the dots. So thank you. Yeah. Of course. It's, it's, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>